Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you're tuned in to another episode of Sex and Happiness, a show about your sex and your happiness. And today I'm super excited. I'm speaking to two people who go under the banner of Intimacy Unleashed. And um, one of them I've known for a really long time, and the other I just met, but it turns out we know each other anyway through social media. Very small world these days. Our subject is going to be new paradigm relating or new paradigm relationships. And, of course, we're going to find out what that even means. But first, let me tell you who they are. Um, the first person is Sprout who, when I met him, his name was Christopher Martin, but he goes by Sprout because he sprouts things. He starts things. He started an intentional community that was self-sustaining in Canada. He started something. I don't know that he started this, but he's lived for a very long time in something called relationship anarchy. He's interested in and teaches things in BDSM and bondage. He challenges everything, and he throws himself way in, to what he is exploring and makes all the mistakes so that he can learn. That's pretty much what his modus operandi is. And I know him very, very well, and we've been friends for quite some time, quite a few years now. The other person I'm interviewing is Amanda Bickham, and she and I are friends on at least on Instagram and probably in some other places. And her deepest passion is in helping to expand the collective consciousness. Through embodiment practices and spiritual life hacks, Amanda helps take individuals from where they currently are to where it is they desire to be. So welcome to Sex and Happiness, Sprout and Amanda. Thank you for having us, Lori. I'm glad that you're there. I'm really glad that you're there. So today I want to, first of all, I want to talk about, I mean, Sprout, I pretty much gave away what I want to ask, which is um, how did you get to be who you are? Like I like to cover in the first segment, like I know you weren't just born like this. You didn't come out of the womb saying, I'm going to have relationship anarchy and study, (laughs) study new relationship paradigms. Like how did either one of you can start, but how did you become a challenging to the system person, like somebody who want to live outside the matrix, I figure. Yeah, uh, thank you for asking. What's super interesting, you have both of us on your show today, and like it's beautiful because Amanda and I come from totally different spaces. I mean, the most similar thing is that we did grow up around the west coast of North America. I was in Canada, she was down in California. Um, So we come from a much different approach. Uh, but we ended up in the same, very same space of exploring relationship dynamics, like unfolding the boxes that hold us into like whatever paradigm that we've been conditioned to believe is true. Um, for me personally, like what really got, got me here was, you know, a lot of trauma from childhood, Mm. which then as I grew up, I had to unpack. And part of that trauma was around love, relationships, and sexuality. And I'm sure the majority of the audience would probably mirror that, uh, have probably gone through some sort of trauma around relationships and sexuality in their past. If they uh, tell the truth. Yeah, if they really get down to it. So, <laughs> yeah. so from me, uh, that's pretty much what got me here. It was a point where I was hitting, kept hitting walls. I was just like looking at my own reality. And, and my background is I got educated as an engineer, Um, so I really wanted to engineer ideas and figure things out, um, relationships and sexuality. When I got to the wall where I was like, I don't understand this, I had to engineer it. I had to figure it out. Um, before that point in my life, it had been like tapping at me, um, kind of like showing me, Hey, you have a challenge here, but 
it took me a while to become aware enough to be like, this is a real challenge that I'm going to have to face. If I don't face it, then I'm, then I'm going to be self-defeated or disempowered, I should say, for the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, I get that. Well, and when I met you, you had just come from your first, I thought it was your first workshop, the one that you did with uh, Stephen in Canada. And I, th- I think you went to that to explore relationship. Is that true? About four years, five years prior to that point, I I separated from a relationship. Uh, or I was in an, a relationship where we were trying to explore what was going on. We opened our relationship into more of a polyamory frame um, because we were trying to explore. Uh, and as soon as I separated from that relationship, I chose, I knew that if I was separating from that relationship, I was going to go really deep into my sexuality and relationship. The mm. first thing I explored, the first thing I explored was tying up women because I wanted to tie somebody up and spank them. I thought that was <laughs> interesting and intriguing. Okay. And I, I, and at that point I was already unboxing monogamy. I had to unbox it. Like, okay. So that was five years before I went to that one first Tantra workshop, which led me to ISTA, which led me to you. Boom, boom, boom. So I'd been exploring relationships and sexuality for five years prior to even getting into Tantra or ISTA. So I have okay. a lot of back-end experience in that. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know all that. I thought that was the first one. So, yeah. So obviously you were really wanting to explore. I mean, I, that's, I think that's true about you anyway in anything that you do. You're somebody who's like, you're going to get to the bottom of it and take all the layers off and see what's going on. So let's hear from Amanda. So Amanda, he gave a really nice introduction and said that the two of you are not the same, like almost really different from that. So what, how do you weigh in on this? Yeah. So I um, continued to notice that I was ending up in a very specific type of relationship, which was um, a monogamous container that was very um, jealousy ridden and control driven. Mm. And after being in about uh, three times of having, you know, it's that story of like, I keep dating the same man with a different face and body, you know? (laughs) (laughs) There's so many people who can relate to that. So go ahead. Yeah. And so obviously there's one common denominator and that's me. And so being in these relationships that were so controlling and very possessive and of course we're mirrors, you know, relationships are mirrors. So I had to begin to look at what parts of me is reflecting in this reality. And, um, I left to, to go live in India actually. Um, and that was kind of like my first time when I broke up with my long-term partner at the time and really started to connect to me and connected deeper to my sex or my, um, spirituality. And, it was in kind of my own um, really connection to me, moving beyond the stories of what we've been told to believe to be true about relationships and how they needed to look and how they needed to feel. And my heart was so open and I was so expansive and I was meeting so many different amazing human beings and falling in love with them in different ways. And that's when I really began to realize that actually my heart is, is, is capable of loving so much more than the standard typical narrative that I've grown up, which I've seen actually fail a lot in my own, you know, immediate family circle. And so this is when I started to um, really just lean into the idea of if I could love the way I desire to love, what would that be? And how would that look? And if I communicate openly and clearly, would it be possible for me to find someone else who chooses to relate the way that I do? And Mm -hmm. yeah. I've been, you know, on that journey and then I, I end up meeting Sprout and among other people as well. But Sprout is someone who we really relate in a very, very similar way. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So we're going to find out about this. I really just wanted your background story um, for this part of the show for like segment one. But I'd like to get into the meat of it. Like, what is it? You said a really good Uh, tone for why you know you saw things failing and then you went to India and then you realized wow I love so much what am I going to do so I I feel like we're going to move into a break and when we come back we're going to find out about the things you're actually exploring like the nitty-gritty of what it takes to unpack monogamy and start looking at other things and having life or love 
and sex on your own terms, as opposed to all the stories and all the Hollywood romance and the books or whatever that you've read and all. I have no idea about your religions, but that too. We'll include all of the pre-education uh, that makes people try to get into a box and then hopefully escape and jump out of it. So, mm-hmm. if you, yeah, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. Today we're talking about new relationship paradigms, and I'm speaking with Sprout and Amanda, and we're going to find out more about what they're actually talking about so that you who's listening can decide like how things are working for you and whether you want to start changing the box that you're in if that's necessary. So stay tuned. We're coming right back. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the Spiritual Sexual Shamanic Experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handlers. Only $19.99 paperback and $14.99 ebook. Order your copy today by going to Butterfly Workshops dot com that's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of sex and happiness my question for people right now is if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this because many women say that their feelings of desire arousal and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like so i want to tell you about zestra because zestra was developed to meet this much needed option for women uh, zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations zestra comes in convenient single dose personal packets Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about ten minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness Show. We're back with Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handlers, and today I'm interviewing Sprout 
and Amanda Bickham, and they're talking about how they had to get out of the disillusionment, the rigidity, the religiosity, I don't know. But we're talking about how people break out of the relationship box that most people are brought up to be in and how you find new paradigm relating and what does that even mean. So, okay, either one of you, how's this working for you? <laughs> how's breaking out of the box been working for you so far and what does it mean to to play with, to experiment with, to explore new relationships in a different paradigm? Well, Lori, I love that you previously you uh, introduced me speaking about, uh, you know, me really going into things and making mistakes along the way. So when I speak of the new paradigm of relationship, there's a lot to uncover and to find when you become the life that is everything, which is like, like relationships aren't static. Life isn't static. Nothing is static. Everything is constant evolution. Right. Um, So to step outside of the staticness, let's say the old paradigm of relating is like the static, like stagnant relationship, life, sex life that sucks, lacking orgasms, whatever you want to say. Uh, when you start to step out in outside of that uh, to see how life wants to move, you will make mistakes. You know, life is just a series of uh, making mistakes, correcting them and getting better, getting back on the horse, falling off, getting back on, on the horse. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of new paradigm relationship, um, being as we are creating it, we are active creators in creating a new reality of how we want to show up for a relationship. It hasn't been taught to us. We're like, we're it. We are the relators. We're not uh, some box you could put us in. So along right. that journey, just a continuous learning and growing, uh, learning to communicate, learning to be vulnerable, learning to be expressive, learning to go from breakdown to breakthrough. It's all part of the experience, part of the show. Um, We can't deny any of it as, you know, like Tantra has really has been a blessing for my understanding of reality is like, we can't deny any of it as long as we can embrace all aspects of the, everything that's going on. So really when I step, when I feel into how it's going for me, well, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful transformation, continuously transforming, and it will be for the rest of my life because I've chosen that I don't want to just live in the boxes that I was confined to. Great. So, I, you know, it sounds wonderful, and I know there's a lot of upside to it. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's upside of excitement. There's upside of uh, having life in your own terms. There's upside of not being trapped um, by, and certainly not living in the mirror image of what maybe uh, certain people's parents live by or the Hollywood presentation of you must choose one. However, there's a lot of, I mean, what I've seen, not necessarily with you, but what I've seen is, people doing a lot of processing, like loads and loads and loads of time processing. And so I just want to ask you about that in the very get-go beginning of this, because, you know, how much time would you say that you spend like really processing instead of just really like enjoying the life that you're creating? I need to know that. I love that you asked that. I, I, <laughs> when, I first started, when I first started exploring, uh, let's say, my relationship frame, I went into polyamory and I saw a bunch of shit I didn't like. And then I went to Relationship Anarchy. But on, on that journey, I was like, I just don't want to do all the processing. So I was trying to create relationships that had lack of processing. Um, but I was also getting, I was getting deeper into the world of self-development and childhood wounding and trauma. Um, and I realized that there's these deep-seated parts of our subconscious in every one of us uh, that is a little child that does need to be held. Um, so I would assume, and I, I know some of the experiences you're talking about with a lot of processing, if I was running around, let's say trying to fuck everybody, yeah, there would, there would probably be a lot of processing in our relationship. <laughs> uh, you're damn right. <laughs> that, that's not to say that there isn't processing though. It's just a right. different type of processing. It's just different things going on and coming up. 
like, oh, oh, you know, like, but it, it, what's really interesting is like, I look at like, if I look at polyamory and open relationships and the shadows around that, um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of people running around like kids in a candy store trying to just feel sexual with people. And that's, that's all fine and dandy. Um, but as I've narrowed into my truth and what I'm really here for and serving humanity, I get less enticed by the seductive energy of, of I love sex and I love good sex, but I get less enticed by the candy store and I get more in depth with relationship and how are these relationships actually meeting for the transformation. Now I, I don't know if I analyze it, I look at like, if I've been around on this planet for 60 years, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a lot of wisdom and a lot less fucks to give. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, shit, you around- like you wouldn't worry about public opinion. Yeah. When I'm 20, when I'm 15, when I'm 20, when I'm 30, things are shifting and I'm giving less fucks than ever. But now I notice that in relationship, it doesn't matter. It's like whoever I show up for in relationship there's going to be a transformational healing process that has to be embodied, has to be gone through for the, for the relationship. Right. You know, like, so it's like, I'm on my own and I, on my own, I can do certain things and I feel pretty solid. Amanda feels pretty solid on her own. Now we merge together as two, or let's say we have three or four. It doesn't really matter, but there's going to be a transformation. And in that transformation is a, a certain amount of, processing and when you're two 20 year olds compared to two 60 year olds it's going to be a different ball game hmm so very interesting no very interesting I, i'm i'm you know i don't give much what do i want to say credence to age like i do think it's just a number but there is the longer you are on the planet the more wisdom you do have like you make less of the same yeah. silly mistakes. It's true. And you have some more, like some places I might've gone before in my life. I would have just gone and gone, who cares? I'm going. I might yeah. think twice about it and just go, nah, <laughs> I pass. I don't feel like getting involved with that. So that comes from a place of wisdom. I do hear you with that. I do hear you. Um, let's hear yeah, Amanda. I, I, oh, I, you have more. Go ahead. I just quickly want to add this, that my, what I've noticed with my relating with Amanda, mm. uh, what, took, what took me to s- three years to go with my last relationship with Yanni, what took us three years, it's taken me and Amanda like six months. And where's there? Like- Let's say the, de- the depth of understanding, the mm. depth of understanding, which is both the light and the dark, the the beautiful things and the contractive things like we're really seeing all the parts and it it has nothing really to do with uh what relationship frame we hold but it have more just has to do with our own ability to dive deep together yes i get it and to return to the love no matter what yeah so i'd I love would... to hear from amanda yeah amanda let's hear from you on this because you and i haven't talked much so i so I want to hear like how this is occurring for you. In in for in regards to like both the challenges and the expansion, or more the challenges, or or what? Yeah, I mean, like do you, you know, talk to me about like assuming that almost everybody that listens to my show is probably more uh, more or less uh, in monogamy, looking at something different, or not in a relationship recently left a relationship, somebody died, somebody left, somebody, whatever. And they're in an inquiry. They wouldn't listen to my show if they weren't in an inquiry about sex and happiness and how they relate. So if you've challenged traditional paradigms and you've met Sprout, you got to be brave. Yeah. yeah. I know that. This, you know, I know this to be true. So it's like, so how's it working for you? How, how's, um, you know, how is it? What's your impression of, you know, you learned things and you tested things and you explored and experimented and now you find yourself, you know, with a very honest uh, person who's, who's 
committed to transformation and that must be your mirror. So how, how's it going? Yeah, well, <clears throat> he's a Scorpio. So, you know, they're all about that transformation. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to with a Scorpio, you better be ready to, to, to go in because if not, it's not going to work very well. And I'm, I, I mean, what I can say is that I'm really grateful for all the work that he has done around relationships and in regards to himself and his sexuality. And um, I'm also very grateful for all the work I've done. And what's interesting is I've had a lot of relationships and I continued to find relationships that weren't fully needing me on all the levels because relationships are a spiritual journey in and of themselves. You know, it's like, if for anyone who thinks that they're that it's the next one's going to be so much easier and you won't have challenges and you won't have expansions and you won't have contractions and your little girl won't get hurt and it should just be a walk in the park. Like that's a great idea. But the reality is, is that we're transforming ourselves each and every moment. And the, the, I see so many people speaking about relationships of he was narcissistic or, you know, she, this, that, and this is blaming. And I'm like, okay, but what part of that is you? what part of you is being reflected in the situation that's so easy to pass the blame on the other person. And so one of the things that I really appreciate about having done a lot of work on my own self and realizing where I stand and what my truth is, is that I can continue to feel into how I'm showing up for myself in the relationship which creates more of an interdependency rather than a codependency, which is a lot of what our, the old paradigm is, is based upon is this mm. codependent nature, which is you do this part, you hold this, you know, let's say the masculine pole, I'll hold the feminine pole and together we'll complete each other. And I feel like, you know, for a long time, it's just been about survival, but now we're no longer in that. We get to actually have um, intimacy and relationships that can be transformative beyond just procreating and I feel that when it comes to really tapping deeper into what does it look like to have sovereignty as well as a beautiful depth of committed transformational relationship that's really the goal that one gets when they start to tune into what is what would love look like for me if I get to choose if I get to choose how I show up for myself and how I show up in relationship and you know, and also we're challenging all the beliefs that we've been taught to believe are true by everything that has been modeled before us primarily in the last couple hundred years. And so there is a lot of growing pains in some way, but when you can see beyond the personal story of, I love you, you love me, let's make this thing work and let's be the dream that we've been taught to believe is let's say the American dream. And you can see beyond the personal into the transpersonal there's a really beautiful opportunity for growth and expansion that I feel like comes with contraction, but it also comes with so much more liberation than, you know, than would be if we just continue to go upon the normal story. So uh, thank you. That was beautiful. Some, I think you're on somebody's phone on this call with me and there are these signals and um, there. Yeah, the, turn it off. Turn oh, it off sorry. Okay. Thank you. So, Okay, this is that was wonderful. So any anything you want to say about that sprout about what Amanda said? You um, don't have to. No, it's beautiful what she said. I was very just being very attracted to her. <laughs> That's wonderful. So Amanda, a couple of highlights that of things that you said. Uh one was about the everything being a mirror, you know, can't just point your finger at the narcissist or at the abuser or at the whoever the other person is and say it's all their fault. I made a bad choice that taking responsibility for what parts of that are they reflecting back? Beautiful, really beautiful point. And, and then, um, you know, sort of dedicating the relationship to transformation and to uh, growth and opportunities. So, yeah, I mean, what's the point? If you're not, to me, like I, I say that I come with a warning label. You know, if I relate to you, it used to be if I had sex with you, but now it's like even bigger. It's like if I relate to you at all, like I have a warning label, I will disrupt your life. Mm. And I, and it's not bad. Like what people are attracted to me for a reason. It's not, you know, they're not coming because they want to just like, 
shoot the shit over a cocktail party. You know, like I don't talk about stupid stuff. So I'm going to disrupt everything. And I don't, it's not like, I'm not meaning to do that. It's just who I am. <laughs> you know, it's a, I, it finally took me a while to figure that out, but I figured it out. I, I disrupt uh, the, the normal way of being and have, and, and hold the mirror all the time. So I heard you loud and clear in that. It was really great. Really, really great. All right. We're going to take another break here. When we come back, I'm going to ask you for some tips. So I'm just going to ask you each for like a tip or two that would help somebody hearing this kind of intimacy and this kind of relating for the first time. And I'm not assuming that people listening to my show are hearing it for the first time, but, um, but if they are, what, where should they look? What are a couple of tips on how to look to see where you're at in relating to self and to another. And if you were trying to move towards living in a new paradigm, what should you ask yourself or what should you start experimenting with? And I really want to hear from your own life experiences, you know, a couple of tips, maybe some shortcuts cuts, because Sprout, you said, you know, it took you three years in a relationship to be able to, come back to the love or what have you, and now it takes you just a, a little while. Is there a shortcut? And like, I'm not even assuming that there is one, but if there is, let's hear that. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from both of you about where somebody who hears this and gets really excited about a new way of relating, where should they look first? So this is Lori Handlers. You're listening to Sex and Happiness. I'm speaking with Amanda Bickham and Sprout, and we're talking about new paradigm relating and, and where they started and where they are now and, and what you can do if this turns you on. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned for that information. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Lottie Han too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach... I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add, trust me on this, I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com, that's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com, or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. 6135 and say Laurie Handlers told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. 
That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. We are back, Sex and Happiness, and we're winding towards uh, this, the end of the show. This is segment three, and we're going to look for some tips or hard skills or something that comes out of this. Both of you are teaching now, and so um, I'm... I'm going to assert that you're teaching people some things about how to relate this way. So where could people just begin? And then we'll find out how to get in touch with you and how they can attend either something online or something in person with you. Well, I like to start by just like clarifying kind of um, new paradigm relationships. And one of the things I think is really important about the new paradigm relationship um, structure is that we're creating it and that it's always evolving. And so for anyone who's interested, it's like, go explore, get to know the different types, like what polyamory consists of or what relationship anarchy consists of or what monogamy or monogamish. Like there's so many boxes that, that we've created because that's what makes us feel safe. And my invitation for anyone who's wanting to understand, like, what is my true authentic desired way of relating if I could get out of my own way like what would that look like what would that feel like my invitation would be that the new paradigm is about you it's kind of like relationships by design it's you feeling into what 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 do I need what feels good what feels expansive what feels grounding and doing some research around what are all the boxes that we've created what resonates with you what doesn't resonate with you what's practical what's necessary and what's expansive and exciting and from that kind of gathering of information, you can begin to feel more deeply into what will work for you. And then, and, and know that we're all just experimenting. We're all breaking out of these boxes and continuing to find our own way. So there is no right or wrong. And what you might identify with in one moment, in another moment, let's say a year later or two years later, you might change that. And so this is something that I think is really important for people who are wanting to expand into this new way of understanding how we can relate to ourselves and how we can relate to each other. I think that's brilliant. I read a book by Tristan Taramino called opening up. Mm. And um, that was the beginning of that. She defined so many different ways of relating in that book, uh, which, which was very valuable. So I think it's great that people do some research and look to see, I personally don't like any names yeah. Um, when I first heard polyamory, I thought it was something that you needed bug spray for. <laughs> like I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't like the name of it. Um, but I think it's really important to to do some research because other now other people have gone before, and other people have written about it, and other people have documented it, and other people have had success, and that's super yeah. important. Yeah. Great. Anything else? Um, yeah, this piece about labels. So I wrote a, I wrote a little uh, book on new paradigm relationships about a year ago. I haven't published it yet, but, um, but basically, I, like I go through breaking down the labels, and the piece is that until you break it down within yourself, within your own construct of what it really feels and means to you, you don't actually know. So if you think you're just monogamous because that's just what you believe, but you've never un- uncovered all the ideas, all the possibilities, and even started exploring them, you really don't know who you are or what you are. And this part about labels, like labels are in one way, they box us in. Uh, in another way, they're necessary because a little child doesn't know the, the difference between a glass of water and a and uh, a hot glass of water and just a glass of water. Uh, mm-hmm. So labels are somewhat needed. So as we unbox, we start to look at the different labels to start to look at uh, what we are and how we feel about everything. So basically, new paradigm relationships for me was about trying to get outside of the boxes. Be it polyamory, relationship anarchy, monogamy. New relationship paradigms was about, like, I'm just going to create the paradigm for myself. One day I might be monogamous. One day I might be polyamorous. I don't really care. Um, I just, what I really care about is finding my own self. I also think you really care about intimacy. 
Emotion release is so important. It's just so important, and so few people practice it. Mm. They do it one time, and they say, okay, I'm not angry anymore, and that's it. And it's like, no, that's wrong. It's a practice. Okay, I have to share when you first taught me emotional release, and I spent six months in Goa doing emotional release, thinking you're a little crazy but loving you a lot. Uh, not knowing why I was emotionally releasing until the moment <laughs> I, until the moment I cried. So one of the first times I remember crying uh, in my adult life uh, was something you just kept telling me just keep doing it. Um, I wasn't like I wasn't like okay I did my emotional release I'm all done because I don't have emotions. I re- I realized subtly there's energy in motion which is emotion in my body all the time moving and mm-hmm. and our conscious mind doesn't have the ability to understand what those emotions are doing. So when there's a slight charge and I'm communicating with you, you may feel an underlying like passive aggressive tone that I'm not even aware that I'm giving off. So the more I became tuned into releasing my emotion, I can step into alignment and show up to communicate without those little subtle undertones that are really like really messing with, uh, relationship dynamics beautiful beautiful example also so i i i acknowledge you and i thank you for doing it um yeah it's so important i had a two sessions myself this week i mean you'd think it would be over but it isn't someone told me about a tone (laughs) and i had to go hit the floor (laughs) (laughs) so that's great it's great to hear it and thanks for taking the advice you know it's uh I can't, it's not anything I can make people do. It's not anything. All I can do is invite them and encourage them to please do it. And uh, I think people who don't know it, who didn't learn it in the course of learning Tantra or in the course of learning um, self-transformation studies are missing something super valuable and super important. I'll add in here that also the ego of everybody, the little inner judge might look at that experience like, Oh, I don't need that. You know, like when I first did emotional release and I saw people like people processing like deep trauma, my little ego is like, well, I'm not that. I don't need that. (laughs) But then I was like, then I was like, shut up mind. Like this is not about what they're going through. This is about my own experience. And that's a, like a self-reflection piece that a lot yeah. of people, I, I see this all the time because I also teach emotional release too. Like I see it all the time in workshops where people are like, oh, no, 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 no. That person's angry. I'm not angry. I have no anger. Uh, that's bullshit. Like there's something in you and it might be grief. It might be grief before anger, but there's always something in there's and there's emotion in people. They just don't aren't as connected into it as they believe they are. Exactly. Beautiful. Well, I'm excited by this. I'm excited by what you're saying. Um, Amanda, I really like that last part, you know, about looking at different things and trying them and finding out the definitions, etc. And I love these tips. So I'm going to say we're almost at a wrap unless there's like one more thing that all of a sudden you forgot that you wanted to say, whoever, which, whichever one of you. Is there anything else? Amanda wanted to say something. He's just putting me on the spot because he feels awkward. No. <laughs> you two are like talk. You two are talking too undercover. <laughs> you have to like speak. Like if you have something, you have something great, and if you don't have something, that's okay because you already had a lot. Yeah, I feel complete. Okay, great. Sprout, do you feel complete? I feel, I feel complete as well. Okay, great. So I want to thank you so much for being my guest today, and I want you to tell us how people can get in touch with you, the best ways to get in touch with you. Amanda, I know you're doing YouTube stuff and you have a podcast and Sprout. I know you're doing some online things. So what's the best way to find out about the things that you're offering? So the best way to really get an inside scoop into some of the things that we go through, I share a lot on our our relationship and and just my own personal journey is Instagram. So that's Madame Bickham, B-I-C-C-U-M. And um, we also, I'm also on YouTube as well. We have two YouTube accounts. You can find it, Amanda Bickham. And then there's another one, 
that we do together, Sprout and I, it's called Adult Sex Education. Okay. um, We have a website together, which is kind of our new um, project, which is called instituteofintegratedintimacy.com. And that's where all of our online courses and everything is located. We are about to launch a, a free webinar next month on relationship transformation. So transforming your relationship to yourself, to your lover, uh, to your sexuality. That's what it's really, that's what that webinar will be all about. And that'll be found on our website as well. We're soon going to be launching uh, Amanda's course, Worship the Goddess, which is all about feminine embodiment, uh, owning your self-worth and owning your pleasure as a woman. Beautiful. All right, give us the website again. Integrated Institute of Integrated Intimacy.com. Institute of Integrated Intimacy.com. I, I, I. What was that? That was, she used the three I's in that book, um, Eat, Pray, Love. She went to Italy, India, and Indonesia. I always Mm -hmm. just think of three, when I think of three I's, I always think of that. So Institute of Integrated Intimacy.com. That's it. Wonderful. Thank you both. I loved having you on the show. Everybody else, tune in next time when I'll have amazing guests. And I finally came good on my promise about the uh, the prostate cancer thing. That was a good show, and that gave people hope. And so and this one gives you hope out of trapped and boring relationship to self and others. You might be able to break out and have a new paradigm. So this is Laurie Handlers saying... Namaste. Until next time, I'm signing off for Sex and Happiness. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. All that